There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez. The best today is Tuesday, September 22, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new like the Emmy winners. We're going to talk about the Emmy winners later on. How's everyone doing, man? I hope your weekend was good. I just took some... Some Claritin, because I have allergies. You know what I have? I feel like I have daily allergies. I just, I've never really taken Claritin or whatever daily. But over the weekend, I had some shitty allergies, like super lala. And I said, fuck, I'm just going to buy a, a whatever, like a 12-pack. <laughs> 12-pack of Claritin. It's like beer. I bought a 12-pack of Claritin, and I've been popping that shit uh, every day now. It's actually, I think it works pretty well. So I'm considering, I'm considering adding it to my budget of, you know, I don't know how many Claritin I should be taking a day. I really want to take like two a day, like one in the morning, one at night. But I, I don't know if my budget will allow for that. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it will, but I just, I've never really considered it. Do any of you take allergy medicine every day? I just thought it was something that I've never really incorporated into my my routine, my, my daily health routine which consists of showering once a week <laughs> i don't really have a health routine i know i should man i've been trying to eat healthier guys and girls i have a i have a confession to make for those of you who look up to me to my uh to my weight loss and whatever uh, i have failed you i told you i told you man i was slipping and i let it get pretty far so i'm at my heaviest weight now since april of this year, even though in April of this year I had already lost around 16 pounds, 15 pounds. So in that sense, I still haven't completely lost the battle, but I have lost the foothold. I have gained 11 or 12 pounds in the last maybe 40 days. It's really bad. It's really bad. And I'm struggling, man. I'm struggling. Like I've been trying to eat healthy. Like I started again today. I restarted again today. I try to eat healthy, but I just, I'm so fucking hungry, man. And I guess I don't know. And they say that hunger isn't the worst thing. You know what I mean? Like, if you're eating, if you eat, you know, uh, if you eat some food, even if you feel hungry, the starvation isn't going to kill you. But, dude, I feel like I'm fucking dying, bro. <laughs> Did you ever feel that when you're trying to lose weight? Because you're so used, I guess, to eating a certain amount of calories that eating less just feels like you're 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 depriving yourself. Dude, it's a fucking struggle, man. I'm really just, I'm just trying to make it, I'm trying to not lose grip of what, what is happening in my life. Hopefully I can make it out of here. Okay. So wish me luck. So I'm working on that. What else? What else am I doing? Oh, what's that sound? Um, before we talk about the Emmys, uh, let's talk about some, some stuff. Um, oh, remember I do have the shop back. If you want to download the shop back app, just use Tevez of the best. T-E-V-E-Z-O-F-B-E-S-T. All lowercase as your coupon code or whatever you call it when you sign up. I honestly don't know what it does. <laughs> it's good. I mean, the shop back app is great. I'm not talking about the app itself. I know what the app does, but I don't know what my promo code does, but it, it would help me out if you used it. 
Uh, speaking of promo codes, we also have one for Hala Hala Show. Uh, and we have Mix 86 is now out. Mix number 86. Oh, sorry, 87. My apologies. 87 just came out yesterday. Uh, we talked about the, you know, the gym trainer guy, uh, Labrador, whatever his name is. We talked about him and what he posted on Facebook, which is now gone, by the way. And I think he apologized. So don't take it too, don't give the man a hard time. All right. I don't think he should be canceled. I just think that. He learned his lesson. Uh, we also talked about the Manila Bay Challenge and the liver spread that actually Rika brought to my attention only yesterday. The Reno liver spread. Yeah, there's some, if you didn't know about it, it's like about FDA approval. It's really interesting. Go, go listen to mix number 87. That's already out. And we do have the promo codes for that as well. Uh, what else? I know you guys come here to listen to my movie recommendations. I talked a lot about it on mix 87, so I'm not really going to dive deep into what I talked about on there. However, I did just rewatch two movies today because I was I was trying to was trying to distract myself from eating. Uh, so I watched I rewatched Karate Kid, the the Jackie Chan Karate Kid, which I think they should have. I understand the 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 why they had to call it Karate Kid because of the the similar you know it's like a reboot of the Mr Miyagi one, but there's no karate right? It's kung fu, so it should have just been called the Kung Fu Kid. And then somehow paid tribute to Karate Kid in other ways. I mean, if you watch the movie, you can tell it's like a Karate Kid reboot, especially with the, you know, the bad sensei teaching the kids no mercy. Uh, you know, the, the old mentor, aka Jackie Chan in this one, saving, uh, Jaden Smith from the, the bullies and then teaching him how to do, uh, karate or, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. Kung Fu, bro. They should have named that shit Kung Fu Kid. I really, you know, it's a good movie. I have a memory about Kung Fu uh, Karate Kid that was not a good memory. I was working at the movie theater because this movie came out. Believe it or not, I was so, I don't know why, like time just fucking flew. This movie came out in 2010, 10 years ago. So I remember distinctly a memory. Uh, there was, I was watch, I was working at the movie theater and, you know, it was a very popular movie, especially with uh with kids families it was a family movie and oh my god whenever people ask me what is one of your worst memories of working on a movie theater it was cleaning the theater number nine i remember which theater it was to theater number nine showing of karate kid oh jesus mercy like the every fucking row had a cup and a popcorn bucket and like spills Oh, so bad, man. Like, please take your shit out of the theater. I understand it's our job to clean. And of course, we're going to clean. You know, if you drop some popcorn on the floor, we'd be happy to sweep it up for you. You know, but don't leave your fucking trash can, trash, trash in the chairs or on the cup holders. Like, who raises these kids, man? <laughs> it's not just kids, by the way. I've, I've seen a lot of like rated R movies where there aren't any kids and adults are, are almost as bad. So that's just one of my worst memories of Karate Kid. But the movie itself, good movie, good movie. Uh, not as good as, as the OG, but enjoyable. I was kind of bummed that they never made a sequel. I mean, Jaden Smith is fucking old now, so they can't really pull it off. But that would have been dope, right? Plus, the fight scenes are pretty nice. I like how Jackie Chan beat up on some kids without really beating up on them. Because I could understand why that would be a problem in America. You can get canceled. Jackie Chan beat up some kids. Let's not watch this movie. Um... And I also rewatch. Here's the other thing I want to talk about, which I haven't really rewatched in now a while. I mean, I know the songs. 
I had fond memories of certain scenes, but I don't really re- recall the last time I sat down and watched The Prince of Egypt. It's on Netflix. So both of the movies are on Netflix. So especially in John, fuck off, right? Prince of Egypt. I forgot. I actually forgot that there were songs in it. And when you look, you know, it's like Hunchback of Notre Dame, like in terms of the, the, the gravitas, the, the heaviness of the songs. Like they're pretty serious songs. Like the, the song, the movie opens up with the slaves singing. Is it the slaves? Yeah, it's the slaves singing or, or maybe it's the guards. I forgot. But it's a dark, dark, like dark opening. Kind of like Hunchback, you know, with the, whatever the name of that song is is pretty dark as well and the i just gotta say the the animation really holds up very well like this could have come out in this year and people would be like damn that was a really well animated movie it's a dreamworks picture by the way really good movie really good movie i was just you know i if you've if you've never listened i one you know i don't really ask you to listen to my previous episodes because it's not really relevant because I talk about what's happening in the moment. But if you want to really get in, get uh, an episode that I feel was very, I was very on, not that I lie on my podcast, but I felt like it was one of my most honest episodes in the sense that I would just, I didn't really, I didn't really hold anything back. And I kind of, you know, when people talk about religion, it's a, it's a touchy subject. I understand why. You know, I don't I don't really like to talk about religion or politics with people all the time. It's kind of, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of divisiveness. You know, it could cause a lot of divisiveness, drama. Yeah. But there is one. I forgot when I posted it. Just look for it. It's about religion. I talk about being agnostic. So I just, you know, I was watching Prince of Egypt. And, you know, it's supposed, I mean, even at the start of the movie, it says... That even though there are, you know, that for the sake of entertainment or whatever, I forgot the exact wording. It's not verbatim, but it's like we know that this isn't the exact story, but we like to believe that it it's true to the heart of the what 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 was written in you know the Bible or something like that, right? And you know, I, I went to, I grew up. If you listen, I'm not going to go back to the history of my my religious knowledge, but I grew up with with these stories, you know, Moses, uh, the Red or dividing the sea, the plague, and like the you know, the locusts and shit like that. I just thought it was kind of fucked up <laughs> that there was one of the punishments. I forgot how many days it was. I remember, you know what I'm talking about, right? There there was like blood in the water and there was like fucking frogs, which I would, you know, if I was Ramses, right? And someone, and someone said, yo, Ramses, we're going to send fucking frogs your way. I'd be like, you take all the Hebrews and take them. They're set free. I'm out of here. You can have my, you can kill my children. Just don't send frogs at me, bro. Speaking of killing children, that's what that's what that, actually that's the thing I want to talk about. Prince of Egypt, the in the one of the punishments from uh, from from God was to kill the firstborns if you don't put like lamb blood on your door. That's kind of weird too. Like why the fuck the lamb blood, right? But anyway, I guess for like sacrificing sacrificial lamb, I don't really know. But the, to kill the firstborns, that's kind of fucked up, right? Don't you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of it's kind of dark. I don't know if that was, was what if that was what was written in the Bible, but I don't. You know what? Let's Google it, man. Kill firstborn Bible. Let me see. Let me look it up. The Passover that night, God sent the angel of death to kill the firstborn sons of the Egyptians. God told Moses, "I don't this from. I don't even know where this is from." 
uh, I just it's like the first thing that pops up on Google. So God told Moses to order the Israelite families to sacrifice a lamb and smear the blood of the door of their houses. In this way, the angel would know to pass over. Oh, that's why it's called Passover. Yeah, I think I learned that in school. Huh. Interesting. But why? Why kill the? Why the? Why kill the firstborn? Okay, here. Actually, there's a. You know what? Let's get into this, bro. Thank you, Prince of Egypt, for some content. This is from a website called AISH.com. I don't know what it is. It seems like it's a Jewish uh, publication because there's like Torah study, Jewish wisdom at, at the top. Why were... Okay, it has always... Bo- okay, someone... I guess someone sent in the question. Why... It has always bothered me why all of a sudden... All of the firstborns in Egypt had to suffer in that final devastating plague. There's no mention in the verses of the common Egyptian being particularly bad to Hebrews so as to deserve such punishment. Furthermore, other Egyptians, like Pharaoh's daughter, who rescued Moses, actually did good. It appears that only Pharaoh and his governmental apparatus seem bent on evil. Could you explain? So, oh, AISH rabbi. I don't know what that means. I guess it's a Jewish thing. So the Aish rabbi, here is the Aish rabbi's reply. The killing of the firstborn stands out from all the other plagues as divine retribution directed towards Pharaoh and all of Egypt. Uh, I don't know if I want to read all this because it's kind of heavy. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, from Exodus 4.23. So I guess it was in the Bible. In order to fully understand this plague, we must appreciate appreciate the hierarchy within Egyptian civilization. It was a society ruled by primogeniture. What the fuck is that? Let's Google it. Primogeniture. Google, say it for me. Oh, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Google. Hold on, Google. Let me turn on your volume. Primogeniture. Primogeniture. Okay. So, it was a society ruled by primogeniture. Primogeniture defined as the state of being the firstborn child. The right of succession belonging to the firstborn child. Okay. So, it's like uh, nepotism-ish, kind (laughs) of. The firstborn had absolute power within the family unit. (coughs) Excuse me. Pharaoh was the firstborn of the firstborn of the firstborn. It was from this birthright that he exercised power. The attack against the firstborn was therefore a powerful polemic. What does that mean? What does this mean? Polemic. Dictionary. Polemic. 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 A strong verbal or written attack on someone. Okay. So, therefore, a powerful polemic or an attack against the entire culture of Egypt. The eldest ruled the younger siblings. This is why having slaves was so important to the Egyptians. Gats. Right, but why did you have to kill all of them? That's what my question. That's I'm I'm seeing if this if this answer like I understand right. I understand based on just the first. I'm not gonna read all this. Fuck it, man. I don't want to bore you guys, or maybe you guys are interested. But okay, according to Netsid, the, 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 this this describes the horrors of the Egyptian society: a series of horse and riders. Blah, 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 blah. The lowest horse. Uh, this is why they were low to release the slaves since the entire society would crumble without them. Okay. So I guess from what I'm understanding, the Egyptians had this whole like, if you're the firstborn, you're succeeding into power. And everyone below you, you have power over them. And that's why the Egyptians had loved this power over the slaves. Because it's kind of, that's like the hierarchy of, of Egyptian culture back in the day, right? Okay. I understand. And even it says here, this is why they were loath to release the slaves since the entire society would crumble without them. I understand that. But why kill the other regular Egyptians? Why not just the firstborn of Pharaoh or like the people who were riding the slaves? I don't understand. 
And I don't understand. It doesn't really help me out. This is why, if you listen to my podcast about religion, that's one of the things that I had that that led me to being agnostic is because there are just so many answer questions that I have or the answers to me were unsatisfying. They are answers and I understand if some people are willing to accept them as answers. But for me, I just feel like it's cool. Lang eh. it's, it's not enough. Gets? Gets. Anyway. Mm. So we now understand that the death of the firstborn was not just another sign of divine might. No, this plague struck at the very epicenter of the Egyptian civilization and paved the way for liberation. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, that's like saying, okay, I don't want to generalize and I'm just going to be a very loose and very awful example, but just bear with me, okay? Let's say, let's say, let's say you don't like our president here in the Philippines, right? This is just this is just this is just an example that isn't real. Do not have me arrested. Do not anti-terror bill me, okay? I'm just saying what if some dude came up to us to no to you know let's say the president here and said president uh, let's just say frictional president right president turtle president turtle we don't like how you are extrajudicial killing people and and not handling the pandemic well blah 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 so in return we are going to I don't know what's a famous Filipino like structure respect your godparents your your elders right. We are going to kill every grandfather in every Filipino family. Because that's a like a Filipino culture, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just, it's a very loose, I told you, it's a very bad example. But it has to be everyone. We're going to kill every grandfather. Not just President Turtles. Not just, you know, Speaker Boki. Let's just call him Speaker Boki. Everybody. Everyone. We're going to kill all of them. Unless you change your ways. Doesn't it seem a little extreme? Just doesn't it seem extreme? What did we do? The regular people. I'm not. I'm not conducting EJK killers. And in in some way, a lot of the Egyptians weren't, uh, you know, being the slave people. They weren't. They weren't. Uh, you know, they didn't own slaves. I don't know. Actually, IDK. IDK. I do not know if every Egyptian had a slave. I do not know if every Egyptian somehow worked into the Egyptian slavery ring somehow but i don't think so but i don't know <laughs> i told you i don't know shit man so that's just my that was just one of the things but the movie itself let's let's go back to the movie prince of egypt is a great movie i uh, i did mention the songs i did not remember them because you know what the songs are not memorable except for the whitney houston mariah carey song at the end which is like the theme song the what's it called every night we pray when when you believe or when we believe when i believe one of those three i think it's when you believe great song by the way but all the other songs are good in 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 when you're watching them you know they fit with the motif and the darkness of it all but there's no catchy song and i think that was the problem maybe that's that's the reason why it, it like the soundtrack was never that you know it's not it even to some extent hunchback of notre dame i know there's at least two songs that i remember the 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 festival song I forgot what it's called but I remember it if I hear it and the the out there out there by the the guy the hunchback guy who sings it Quasimodo but if you if you play a Prince of Egypt song for me just randomly I I might be able to guess but I won't be able to say hey that's from Prince of Egypt that's a great song 
that that's that I guess that was the difference with the in terms of that's why I don't remember it being a musical. Uh but it's a good movie, man. It's really well animated shit. Like I don't know why. Like I, I, I remember watching it as a kid. And I remember watching it as an adult as well. But for some reason it never really stuck with me. But now I am for sure gonna know like if someone says, Have you watched Prince of Egypt? Like, yeah, that's a dope ass movie. Like if someone asked me before today, have you watched Prince of Egypt? I'd be like, yeah, it was okay. But if someone says it now, ask me now, I say, yeah, that's a movie worth watching. That is a movie worth watching. Even if they killed all the Egyptian firstborns, you know? <laughs> I hope I didn't offend anyone. I was just, you know, I was just thinking out loud. I was just thinking out loud. Okay. Nothing against the, I guess the Jews, nothing against the Christians, Catholics, or the Egyptians out there, you know? The Hebrews, nothing against any of you. Okay. I was just thinking out loud. Because I, when I saw the scene, I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Nah, I mean, okay. What else? What else did I want to talk to you guys about? I made a list of stuff, but I wanted to stray away from stuff I talked about in Hala Hala. Oh, NBA. So I did talk about Anthony, the Anthony Davis game winner on there, but I'd like to elaborate a little bit more. So I thought I was surprised there was no game today. I thought the Celtics and Heat would play, but no, the Lakers are actually going to play again tomorrow morning, early morning, and then the Heat and the Celtics play. So I went to the detail about that uh, on Halo Halo in terms of the Anthony Davis buzzer beater. But, dude, he really saved them, huh? I mean, Anthony Davis really saved the Lakers' ass. They almost choked that shit. LeBron, I woke up early to watch it. LeBron uh, did play like ass in the last half, second half. I, I acknowledge that. But he played really well in the first half. And when you go online, when you go on Reddit, when you go on Twitter... You'll see everyone just saying, man, Anthony Davis saved LeBron James' legacy, blah, blah, blah. He just bailed LeBron James out. And in a way, he bailed LeBron James out because, you know, he won the game. But he bailed the whole Lakers out. He didn't just bail LeBron James out. You know, it's so unfair that that LeBron James, because he's so fucking good, that if he has one, two quarter, two bad quarters, he will get blasted. And people will always challenge him, you know, oh, and you think he's better than Michael Jordan? Dude, I Gary, I never watched Michael Jordan growing up, okay? Because I wasn't really old enough um, when he retired. I mean, I watched him on The Wizards, but he was a different Michael Jordan. And, you know, Michael Jordan for sure had bad halves. This is because, that's. I think it's because Michael Jordan already is existing. His legacy exists, and that's why he gets, a, that's why LeBron gets a lot of shit. Because if LeBron was the first one, right? If he was, if he was the, well, I mean, there's always a lot of greats. We already know Magic Johnson, Bill Russell. I mean, who else could be, uh, said could be at the top? I mean, the, those are the names that are thrown out there, right? Bill Russell, Magic Johnson. Um, when they say who is the greatest of all time, you know, they, they're always going to be up there. But it was, it just feels so unfair to LeBron James because, this man is what, 30 fucking seven years old? You know, year 17 or whatever? 60? I don't even know how many years. He was drafted 2003. So what? 16, 9, 17 years? Year 17? And you're giving him shit for having a bad 24. He wasn't he didn't even play the whole 24 minutes of the second half. So for maybe eight, 19 minutes, uh, he, he had a, he played awful. I'll admit it was awful. But to call him, to say that his legacy was almost destroyed because of, no way! 
Get out of here, bro. <laughs> the fuck? You must be such a Michael Jordan stan or just a Kobe hater. Because, you know, you, you'll fall into one of those as well. I'm sure a lot of you do. But it's just no way. You cannot say that Anthony Davis saved LeBron's legacy. He saved LeBron and the Lakers that game, yeah. But save LeBron, LeBron's legacy. You know, they're, they're saying it. Save LeBron's legacy again because you know what they're referring to? Ray Allen. Ray Allen's shot. Uh, Miami versus San Antonio when, but if you watch that play again, if you watch that game again, did you know that LeBron hit a three to bring them close? Did you know that? Probably not. Or you probably forgot. Without LeBron's three, they, Ray Allen wouldn't have been positioned to make that three to, to bring him into overtime. Shut the fuck up, dude. I'm not even a, a Kobe, I'm not even a LeBron like, I like LeBron. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like him. Oh, should I talk about that? I got no content. I'm gonna talk about it. So, was I always a LeBron James fan? No. I fucking hated LeBron James, man. I hated him because of his move from Cleveland to Miami. I thought it was such a little baby back bitch move. What a bitch move. And to announce it on fucking TV was such a little diva move, man. I hated him. I rooted against him. I cheered when Dallas beat him in the finals. I cheered when they fucking lost to... Uh, who did they lose to? Who else did they lose to? Musta. However, you know, past is past. When he went back to Cleveland, I respected that he acknowledged his mistakes. I respect that he became... And I also look beyond the player. LeBron James does a lot of good in, in the world, you know? He has a foundation. You know, a lot of the players that we hate, a lot of them do a lot of, will have done a lot more or will have done and will do a lot more than we ever will in our entire lives in terms of giving back to the community, uh, donating to charities and shit like that. Way more. Way more. So I looked into that. And you know what? LeBron James, despite a lot of you know criticism, he is actually a pretty drama-free guy. You know, take away the Miami thing. He, you know, he's with his, his, his wife. Or is it, are they married? I don't know. His baby mama. You know, they've been together. He doesn't seem to have any off-the-court issues. Seems to be a good role model for a lot of people. He speaks out against a lot of injustices, despite not speaking out about China. Wink, wink. But besides, you know, the Black Lives thing, Black Lives Matter, you know, he's very vocal about it. So I, I started to gain respect for LeBron James. And it and all culminated when he fucking beat those fucking stacked-ass warriors. You know, the 20... What year was that? 2016. Was it? Yeah, 2016. For me, that was like the most... I mean, when they came back from 3-1, goddamn. And I, honestly, I think they would have won 2015 if, if Love and uh, Kyrie weren't hurt. And then they were bound to lose against KD plus the, the super stacked-ass... 72 win nugget uh warriors right so that's why i started to really like i was like damn i really like lebron and you just cannot deny his greatness you know even when he was on miami and i didn't like him i knew i was like fuck this guy's so fucking good man so fucking good i also didn't really like him in cleveland because he always wiped out my new jersey nets because vince carter was on that team so i my dislike for lebron he even went before he moved to miami it just it just multiplied it when he gave that stupid I'm bringing my talents to South Beach speech on TV, man. What a douchebag thing to do. But, you know, I learned to respect it. 
<coughs> don't even get me started on lists of players I hate because you know I have a lot of irrational hate for some NBA players like Chris Paul. I fucking hate that guy. I hate his face. He just has an annoying bitch face. He's really good and he's a winner. I think he's a winner. Like even despite losing this year with the Thunder. I mean, they weren't even expected to make the playoffs, dude. He's a he is a winner and he is a great point guard. One of the greatest point guards ever, I would say. But I just hate his fucking face, dude. It annoys me to no end. <laughs> I have a lot of players that I hate on the NBA. I'm not going to go into it. But I hate Chris Paul. <laughs> you know who I really like? Jokic, man. So good. I talked about I think I talked about it on the last podcast. But Nikola Jokic, so good. Luka Doncic, so good, man. These Europeans. Is he European? Jokic? He is, right? I don't even know where he's from. Where is Nikola Jokic from? Serbia, right? I think he's from... Yeah, he's from Serbia. And Doncic is from where? Is Doncic... Yo, he's Slovenian. Sorry, I get confused when it comes to like those... Slovenia, Czech Republic. I, I really... I'm not educated enough. And I should be. So yeah, that uh, the Lakers... What was I talking about? Oh yeah, because he got bailed out. I guess the Nuggets. Damn, they almost choked that game. Uh, game 3 is going to be good. Uh, and, you know, remember, Denver came back 3-1 against the Raptors. No, not the Raptors. They came back 3-1. Come on. Come on, JC. Think. Against the Jazz, for sure. And also against who the fuck did the Denver Nuggets play last round? They came back 3-1. Again? The Clippers. Duh, how could I forget? I fucking hate Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I hate Kawhi Leonard. I hate Paul George. I'm not going to go into why I hate both of them. I think you already know. I think I've talked about it before, but Kawhi Leonard's a bitch for leaving San Antonio like that. He's a really good player. I'll give him that. So, yeah, they came back 3-1. So, they are still a very, very dangerous basketball team. With really, with nothing to lose. I mean, they have ex- surpassed all expectations. Their coach, Mike Malone, very good. But can you also believe, I don't, did I talk about this on the last podcast? Uh, my, uh, some guy I played Call of Duty with, he was, he's a fan of the Raptors. And he was talking to me about how coaching in the NBA is such a thankless job. Like if you don't win the NBA championship, there's a, there's a chance that you might get fired. Can you believe that? Like the only way your job is secure is if you win and beat out all 30 something teams. If you go all 82 games and, and go through the playoffs and win the series, the, the championship, that's the only way that your job is secure. Because coaches have been fired for making it as far as the fucking finals, I think. Right? I think David Blatt, you know, who was a Cavs coach before Ty Lu came in, wasn't he fired after they lost to the Warriors? I mean, granted, it seemed to have worked out because the the Cavs won the next year. But maybe David Blatt could have won with the with is it David Blatt? Was that his name? Maybe he could have won with with a healthy Kyrie and and uh and Kevin Love. Yeah, David Blatt. Right? I think he let me let me go Wikipedia that I'm pretty sure he was fucking fired after Yep. The Cavaliers eventually lost four two to the Warriors in the finals. On January twenty two, the Cavs fired Blatt, although the team held the best record in their conference. General manager David Griffin cited a lack of fit with our personal and our vision, a.k.a. LeBron James. <laughs> but dude, but dude. 
So he got fired in the first half of the next season after they lost the NBA Finals, which means they hadn't even made the playoffs yet, but they fired him before they could get there. That is how thankless that job is, man. There is no job security in NBA coaching, guys and girls. If ever you want to be an NBA coach, just say, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go work at the mall, okay? <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, let's talk about the Eastern Conference. Heat and, and Celtics. What a uh, series that's going to be, right? Two and one right now. I'm rooting for Miami. Uh, A, because I think Lakers are going to win, which would be cool to see LeBron go against Miami Heat, you know, his old team in the finals. And B, I really like Jimmy Butler because he is a winner. And I also saw on Reddit this time, I saw Reddit, uh, a comment that said, now I understand why why Jimmy Butler hated playing with with Ben Simmons, Carl Anthony Towns, and uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Anthony, Andrew Wiggins. Because those guys have, those guys are kind of have no, well, I really like, I actually, though, all those players I think are really good, but I can see why you would hate on Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns because they're very passive. Like they don't have, they don't seem to have like a killer instinct. And this Miami team, they have killers on there. Tyler Hero, rookie, I think he's a rookie. Dude, that guy is cold blooded, dude. He's fearless. He will take big shot three pointers. Like even when they're down, he will take them when they, when it's a good shot and he'll make them. He has no fear, man. It's insane. Tyler Hero. But the rest of the team is very good. Bam Adebayos is, is great. Like the Heat team are very likable because they're like a scrappy. They are a scrappy team. I, I love it. I love it. So I hope they win. The Celtics, I don't hate any of the players except for maybe Marcus Smart. He kind of irks me. But even if, if they win, that would be cool too. But I would, I mean, it'd be cool like Lakers Celtics, you know, rivalry of the ages meeting in the finals. That would be dope. But I, I'm going going for the heat. So I guess I'll update you more about that. Damn, I talked a little while about basketball, man. Finally. I can't do that in Hala Hala Show. Rika will just roll her fucking eyes at me. <laughs> just kidding, partner. If you listen, Rika doesn't listen to me. She doesn't support my solo venture. No, I'm JK. Rika's very supportive in all other aspects of my life besides my solo podcast. <laughs> what a hater, JC. Why are you being such a dick to Rika G? Cause I'm a, you know, that's just our friendship, man. She's like my sister. She's like my little sister. Even though she does act older than me most of the time, but she's my little sister. Um, what did I, what was I gonna talk about? Holy shit, I lost my, did I say, I said something at the start of this podcast that I was gonna talk about. But then I completely forgot what it was. Oh god. Oh my gracious me. I, I forgot, dude. Completely forgot. Mm, well, oh, here, I have some stuff right here. I have it listed, but my podcast is already at 34 minutes. Should I keep going? Should I save this for Friday? You know what? I might save this for Friday because I want to record on Friday. I, I've been kind of, you know, you know me. If you listen to this podcast weekly, I've been kind of slacking on the uploads, and I only uploaded last Friday because I got a sponsor. <laughs> um, But we got a new sponsor for Halo Halo, by the way. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I, we, we are really working on getting our podcast up on the charts. Cause you know, when, if you are an OG Letcher fan, you know, day one, mix one Letcher fan, you know that we were in the like top 20, top 10 podcasts of Spotify. Now we are hovering out around a hundred. And for some reason, we just cannot break the hundred mark. Like we just cannot get past it, man. We are losing to like sex moans podcast. 
Well, we're, I mean, I'm not saying it's a competition. Well, it kind of is, right? But well, I, I'm not saying that we're competing. Like, we're not trying to... Well, we are. Okay, JC, what are you saying, JC? Uh, what I'm trying to say is I'm not shitting on other podcasts that are ahead of us. Okay, I think they're uh, the ones that I do know that are on there, the, the local ones, the ones that are part, part of Podcast Network Asia, or those that aren't, deserve to be there because they, they, they do their thing. But then there are other things that I don't understand how... Like, there's like there's literally like a Sex Moans podcast... <laughs> That is ahead of us. It's just sex mo. Like I understand there's a market for it, but can't you just go watch some porno? You know, like let us take your spot, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of podcasts on here that I'm like, damn man, how are we? Uh, how are they beating us? But it's not a competition. But it kind of is. <laughs> what do you say, JC? What are you saying, JC? What I'm saying is I want to get our podcast past the hundred mark, motherfucker, dude. But Last week, we had the biggest spike in listenership for whatever reason in the middle of the week. I don't know why. It was very uncommon. We almost doubled our listenership. And like, uh, I'm checking all the analytics on our, uh, podcast hosting platform. We average around, I'm not giving you the average, but we doubled. Like, we literally almost, well, we literally doubled our listenership. I don't know what it was from, but hopefully it happens again. And hopefully, like, whatever, if you support your podcast, just don't listen to the Sex Moans podcast, please. Save that for save that. Listen for us, all right. <laughs> Anything else that I could talk to you guys about? Uh, no, I'll save the rest for Friday. I had a lot of fun uh, doing this. You know, I have a lot of you know, I have a lot of fun doing this podcast. Uh, there are rarely any times where I felt like it was a chore. I just have to get into it. Sometimes I, 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 I mean, no, every time I go into this podcast with really no, no plan. So once I really start talking a lot it's because i found interest in what i'm talking about i hope that that's a, one of the reasons why you listen to this podcast uh because i of my enthusiasm for shitting on why the egyptians killed all the firstborns why bro why did they do it give me an answer lord uh that i'm not i'm not trying to be offensive um that's it, guys. Uh, please listen to Halada Show. If you're going to download the Shopback app, please use the code Tevez of the best, all lower caps. But if you want to support Halahalo, just use Halahalo Show, all lower caps. TBH, I don't know what it does for you, but it does something good when you download it, okay? When you when you sign up, rather. Uh, you can follow my personal Instagram. It's me, JC. I just posted a new video of me eating some bagels from Hot Tub Bakery, which I highly recommend. Please go check those out. Uh, order from Nikki, uh, my co-DJ Nikki. She owns it. Uh, she makes fantastic cookies as well. If you don't want to eat some bagels, go get some cookies from her. And anything else I could share with you? I will. I think I'm going to post the Lazada links for Hala Hala Show on my podcast. Just the ones where you can... Well, no, just if you want to shop through Lazada and you happen to listen to this podcast, but you don't listen to Halo Halo, please use the links that I'm going to include in these episodes uh, moving forward because it really that that does help Rika and me, Rika and I, me and Rika, Rika and myself, myself and that girl Rika G. It helps us out. Uh, so have a fantastic rest of your week. I will record on Friday. I'm 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 sending it out into the universe. I'm going to record on Friday. I'm going to pop some Claritin. I'm going to fucking Wake up, wash my face, and put on some moisturizer, and I'm going to record a fucking podcast for you on Friday, okay? If I don't, hold me accountable. Just say, fuck you, JC, you fucking liar. We're going to kill your firstborn. 
I'm done with that joke. Okay, have a great day, and I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.